Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today's topic is going to be, will America be destroyed in five years? Now, I know to some people that sounds like, oh, that's just terrible. That's terrible. Well, with all of the bad things happening right now, if we can have another five years, I would say that's probably good news. So if America has another five years, that's probably good. Now, I've covered Coverstone's dream here a couple of times, so I'm not going to read every word of it, but I am going to point out what I think it is saying about America only having five years. Now, that's not necessarily what Coverstone says. It might, might, it might not be what a lot of people say this is actually saying, but I hope it is saying that we have at least five more years. As you recall, the, uh, the vision that Maurice Scalar had where he said that we were given another space of time. Well, we weren't told how long that time is. Now, the last time, if you go back and look at that courtroom of heaven, was three years. So you want to say, well, that means we have three more years, but hopefully we have more than that. So let me just show you why I think this particular dream that Coverstone had just might be saying that America only has five years. And if we have five years, in my opinion, that'll be good. So anyway, it was August 14 to 18, and this is slightly edited by me so that it flows better on uh, radio. So anyway, let's get right to it. If you look at this area here, he says uh, he was told, get inside where it was safe. I have enough bread for everybody. I believe that that is hinting that God is going to take care of us. But I also think it has to do with we should probably be looking at bread as one of the things that we're going to be needing for the days ahead. All right, so let's skip on down. So then uh, this woman says, Lord, and this woman is talking about the church. This is response to the church to what, what the Lord is saying. Lord, I need to get out of here. Yeah, well, that's what the church is looking for. The look at church, the typical church member has been told by their, un, <laughs> how do I say it? By their, by their kind church leaders that just honestly misunderstand. They've been told that they can count on a pre-trib rapture, that they're going to be sucked into the sky, and they're not going to have to go through any trouble. And I don't want to see those suitcase nukes hit. I don't want to see the Russians attack. I don't want to see any of this trouble come. But I have to say, if there is any good thing that's going to come out of that, it's probably going to be uh, at least the pre-trib rapture bubble at some point is going to burst. I'd like to think it's going to burst earlier rather than later so we can get these people that are expecting a pre-trib rapture on board, get them to wake up. Anyway, let's go on. So suddenly the man, this is the angel that talks to him, said, I, I see appeared next to the window and said, I need you to work. So this is God telling the church that the church needs to go to work. She kept her head down and said, but things are crumbling around me. See, the church doesn't want to accept that we're in the last days, doesn't want to accept that any trouble is coming, but things are crumbling around me. The man bent down and put, his, put her face, meaning Jesus is holding the face of the church, in his hands and saying, I will go through the fire with you, but you must work now. It's kind of what I was told. It says, tell them I will never leave them nor forsake them. So that's similar to what I was told too. I will go through the fire with you, but you must work now, meaning now is the time to be winning souls, as we know. She said, Lord, how can I do this? And Jesus said, I have anointed you, 
and I will lead you and guard you. Well, that's what we're wanting, right? We just want Jesus to be with us with whatever we're going through. And he's saying he will. Now, let me skip down. So he then repeated, get out while you can. Here, let me back up. So, Lord, how can do this? I've anointed you, and I will lead you and guard you. I was an invisible observer, and I noticed smoke coming out of the doorway. And the man, meaning the angel, spoke and said, Get out while you can, and take who you can with you. Now, let me just say, I do not think that that is an order for people to start leaving America. I do think that God is going to tell us to leave. I do not think that now is the time to leave, because now is the time when the trouble is about to start removing the scales from people's eyes, start bursting the pre-trib rapture bubble, and they're going to finally have to start waking up and starting to understand the end times. So the soul winning is about to begin. We don't want to miss that soul winning. And frankly, I don't know that we even necessarily want to leave anytime soon. I believe God will make it clear when we are to leave. I believe God, matter of fact, I think some of us won't leave. I think God is going to protect many of us right where we are. But the main thing is not to be protected. The main thing is just as it says here, work, win souls. When he says work, he's saying win souls. Now here, let's get to the point. He said, so I looked up and I saw a sign on the wall that said fifth floor. Now, that's my point. Now, let me ask you a big question here. Do you think that that's saying that the and this is this whole thing about them being in this building is talking about them being in America? So do you think America only has five days? No. Do you think America only has five weeks? No. Do you think America only has five months? No, I don't think it can happen that fast. Okay, so do you think America has five years? Because it doesn't get any longer than five years. I hope it is saying that America gets five years. That's what I hope it's saying. So anyway, if it is, let's go on. So the sign of the wall said fifth floor. She started beating on doors, yelling at people to come out. Most doors stayed shut. The people inside yelled and said, leave us alone. One door opened and they screamed at her. Leave us alone and, and stay put for your own good. Trust in man. Trust in man, not in God. Trust in man and stay. The man slammed the door shut. The woman, meaning the church, so this is the church speaking to the unsaved, speaking to the world, the people of America, trying to get them to come out of the world and accept Jesus. Leave us alone. Stay put for your own good. Trust in man. The woman ran down the stairs. Here it's the fourth floor. So now we're in a countdown. I believe it's saying five years, four years, three years, two years. This is a picture of what it's going to be like in the next five years. So now we're at the fourth floor. The fourth floor, beating on doors, begging people to leave and follow her. I think that the time for the Christians to be polite and talking to people, you know, dropping little hints, people to get, I think those days are past. I think it's time for the church to start openly and actively confronting people. I think that's what it's saying here. He's saying, get more bold. Go out and talk to people. So fourth floor, beating on doors, begging people to leave. Parts of the ceiling are now falling. Some caught on fire. A bit of fire uh, over here caught on fire. That may mean the suitcase nukes. I'd like to think they never go off, but when you got... I think it's now 13 different verified sources saying they're coming. <laughs> 13? When the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established, I think suitcase nukes are established. So anyway, it says, 
Parts of the ceiling were falling, and her hair caught on fire. A few, a few of the doors opened, and a few hesitantly came out, covering their heads, coughing due to the smoke, meaning the only reason they returned to Jesus, only reason they come to Jesus, is because they're forced to through the trouble, coughing due to the smoke. The woman ordered them, saying, beat on the doors, snatch them out if you have to. So they knocked, a few responded, a group of about six people came out. So now they go down to the third, down to the second floor. Finally, now we're on the first floor. The group had grown now from six to about 45 or 50 in a co- that were covered in soot. So it's saying by the fifth year, most people that are alive are going to be covered in soot. So is that dark soot that you maybe find as if someone was cleaning a chimney? Or is that ash from suitcase nukes? My guess is it's probably ash talking about the suitcase nukes. Their clothes were torn from falls and jumping over debris, burning in the corridors. So by the fifth year, it's got really tough where, I mean, they're really in a battle if they're even alive. They were sweating, moving quickly, frantically, beating on doors, begging people to get out of the building as it was very unsafe. Some people were getting out when the building got hit, when the building got hit by lightning, causing more ceiling files, tiles to fall, catching some clothes on fire. So some of the people are literally hit. Well, suitcase nukes go off, and you can expect more than that. But then here, now let's get to the, the very bottom of this, because I don't want to read the whole thing again. The whole point is here, now at the very end, the people, the building shook again. The woman cried for them, get out while you can. Get out while you can. Let me scroll on down here. Now the man finally said, the sun is setting soon. I think that's saying Jesus is coming soon. I don't think it's saying that Jesus is coming in five years. I wish that were true, but that would mean we're already in the tribulation. And I do not think, um, I think I'm even going to say, I know we're not in the tribulation yet. But I do think that the sun is setting soon. In other words, Jesus is saying it's getting close. We're in the end. And the work this side for the bride will end. As the Bible says, that the night cometh when no man can work. As Demetri Dudeman was shown, that there's a time when there's a clear patch of water coming down the the river, and he could see the fish, and the fish could be caught. But then after that, there was no more fishing. Obviously, when the mark of the beast gets handed out, uh, if you're killed, if you don't have the mark of the beast, then you can't go around talking to people about Jesus, or you wake up dead. The sun is setting soon. The work of this side for the bride will end. Go to the highways and byways quickly. He's saying, now is the time. Go out and win souls now. Win souls now. Knock on every door. (laughs) That's not just talking about the physical wooden doors. That's talking about the doors of their heart. Knock on their doors now. Jesus said that I knock on your door, and if you open and sup with me, I'll come in and sup with you. That's his, his invitation to get saved. Then he says again, I'm coming soon. So the setting sun is soon. I'm coming soon. Both are the same thing. He said it twice. Now, let me refresh your memory. The music has stopped. Remember musical chairs? The music stops. And everybody got a chair except for one person. Well, in this case, there's probably more than one person that doesn't have a chair. The dollar, in my opinion, is now in a death spiral, according to well, that would be um, Shane Warren as well as Terry Bennett. Both of them are saying we're getting a new dollar. Both of them says the dollar dies. Uh, Daniel Davis says the dollar would be worthless. Uh, Maurice Scalar said he saw people becoming 
broke and worthless uh, overnight. The dollar's worthless overnight. So I believe that started as of August 24th. Then checks from the government stopped as of September 1, 2021. Some 12 million Americans have been cut off. They're not about to get their checks that they're used to getting. And that's what also Terry Bennett said. When the checks from the government stop coming, the trouble will ensue. That is already in progress. We're already seeing some of these things start coming to pass. Now, let me refresh your memory that if you need food, then we recommend you go to heavensharvest.com, promo code STAN. If you need an EMP device, we recommend you go to empshield.com, promo word PROPHECY. And if you need to get some kind of precious metals, we recommend you go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Let me jump to Jeremiah 51 and show you American prophecy in a different way here. So Jeremiah 51, 44. I will punish Baal in Babylon. Now that Baal, that's just another spelling for Baal, as in the Moloch and Baal worshipers. It's saying that the Moloch and Baal worshipers are in America because Babylon is talking about America. I will punish the Moloch and Baal worshipers that are in America. That's what it's saying. And I will bring forth out of his mouth that which he has swallowed up. And the nations shall not flow together anymore unto him, meaning the nations are not going to respect America anymore. They're not going to try to immigrate to America anymore. There's a time coming. My people, go you out of the midst of her and deliver every man his soul from the fierce anger of the Lord. There will be a time that the Spirit of the Lord, and I think we're going to see Christians leaving in mass because the Spirit of the Lord is going to be speaking to all of the Christians. And by that time, most of the Christians really have discovered how to understand his voice. And they're hearing his voice. And by that time, you're going to see Christians leaving in mass. I don't think it's yet. I think soul winning. We're coming into a time of soul winning. We're coming into a time of miracles. Now, at the end of those miracles, that's probably when it's going to tell us to get out. Then and it gives you a date stamp here. And then heaven and earth and all that is therein shall sing for Babylon. Sing for Babylon. Rejoice over her, thou heavenly holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. Well, that's the fifth trumpet, or excuse me, the fifth seal. So that happens about halfway to about the fifth year of the tribulation. And that's when uh, there's a, that's when a, the really things are getting really bad in America. I want to believe that America falls. Well, here, I plan to do this later on, but let me scroll on down just show you. This is what I said in the, the, the uh, I've got my submitting meetings messed up here, uh, in, in the uh, School of the Watchmen, School of the Watchmen. I said that I want to believe that America falls somewhere in here. So this is first fruits. This is Pentecost. This is about seven months from the return of Jesus. Pentecost is about five months to the return of Jesus. And then we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And then this is about four months to the return of Jesus here. I should have said four months. And then Jesus returns here as King of Kings and Lord of Lords on the Feast of Trumpets. Now, I want to believe, I can't say for certain, but I want to believe that the fall of America is somewhere in here, meaning near the very end. I want to believe that America falls just before Pentecost because most of the people, perhaps even all of the people, that get to go to the marriage supper of the Lamb are going to be dead. I want to go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. I want to see my Lord change from lamb to lion, from prince to king. 
I want to see him given a vesture dipped in his own blood. I want to see him given many crowns. I want to be there. And by the way, it's not about us. It's about Jesus. We only get a wedding garment. Jesus is is crowned King of Kings and Lord of Lords there. All right, now let me go back up here. By the way, I was suggested that I should make the text in a little bit larger type, so I put in a little bit larger type. Hopefully that helps. But it's really not designed for you to try to read all of this. I'm just telling you this is my notes from what I make the, the, the broadcast from. Okay, so here, well, let's go to verse 49. As Babylon has caused the slain of Israel to fall, so at Babylon, or America, shall fall the slain of all the earth. Meaning that there's going to come a time that America will turn against Israel. Ye that have escaped the sword, go away and stand not still. Remember the Lord from afar off and let Jerusalem come into your mind. That's a hint. That is a hint for those people. If you want a place to leave, to go to, when you leave America, at least for me, it would be Israel in general, and probably Jerusalem would be towards the top of that list. And by the way, I plan to go, well, I, I believe God will direct us when to go. So by the way, if you're continuing to listen to Prophecy Club, I will be screaming bloody murder. Now's the time to leave, and so you will hear me. Now let's jump to Jeremiah 51, verse 54. A sound of a cry cometh from Babylon, America, and a great destruction. Now, the next point I want to get to is, so we just left Afghanistan, and it was a messy thing the way we left. I think I heard we left $85 billion when I saw them interviewing Trump on um, on Fox News. He's, I believe he said it was $85 billion worth of, I mean, some of our, our best equipment. We're talking about some of our best helicopters. He said the only thing that we didn't leave was submarines. He said that. He said that the most advanced weapons we have, we left. We just gave them to Afghanistan. Now, the problem is most of those people don't even know how to read and write. So who's going to really be using them? Well, we did train a lot of Afghan troops on how to use them. So there are some people that are going to be able to use those weapons. But who do you think is going to use them the most? That's right, the Russians. Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico. It's going to be spread around the world to all of our enemies. And look. A sound of a cry cometh from Babylon or America, a great, great destruction from who? The land of the Chaldeans. Who's the land of the Chaldeans? Well, that would be the Medes and the Persians, and also um, over in that Middle East area. I'm not trying to get into specific borders, because Chaldea at one time was a very large empire. Anyway, because the Lord has spoiled America, or Babylon, and it destroyed out of her a great voice, and I'm going to skip down here, for her mighty men are taken, every one of her bows is broken. So there's going to come a time when the great U.S. military is put down. Then it says why, verse 7, 57. I will make drunk her princes. Who's a prince? Well, that would be the royalty. Her, her wise men, that's the educators. Her captains, that's military. Her rulers, that's government. Her mighty men, that's her bankers and such. And they shall sleep a perpetual sleep and not wake. So I'd like to think that we're going to be able to turn this around. I'm going to work and do everything I possibly can to give America as much time as possible. But the scriptures say we do fall. Not just one, but six different chapters in the Bible. Then we go to verse 58. The broad walls of Babylon shall utterly be broken. Utterly? 
That means totally. Now, I wonder if it's talking about that nice wall we've been putting on the southern border, or is it talking about just our ability to defend ourselves? Well, maybe both. The broad walls of Babylon shall utterly be broken. Her high gates shall be burned with fire, meaning the things that America has set up to defend herself with are going to fall. Now, here's another one. Then we jump to Isaiah thirteen seventeen. Behold, I will strip the Medes against them. Well, who's the Medes? That would be Iraq. <laughs> okay, so who hates us over there? Well, that would be Afghanistan and Iraq, Iran, uh, probably some other ones. Turkey, we know those guys are all against us. So here's the second verse specifically saying that Iraq, Iran, um, the Afghanistan, all of those, the, the Chaldean, the Caliphate, or the third beast, is about to come against America. Then we go to Jeremiah 51, verse 11. Make bright the arrows, gather the shields. The Lord has raised up the spirit of the kings of the Medes. So this is the second verse that says Iraq is going to be one of the nations that attacks us. Then we go to Jeremiah 51, verse 28. Prepare against her, meaning America, the nations with the kings of the Medes. That's three verses that says Iraq is going to be one of the nations that will attack us. Remember what Dimitri was told. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America. I believe that's the cheating in the election. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. I believe that when, if they are able to go in and start these massive arrests and go into Washington, D.C. with tanks and take over and actually affect the internal revolution that Dimitri was told, then there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be protesting against that. Anyway, now let's jump down to verse 30. The mighty men of Babylon have forborne to fight. They remained in their holes. So our great military doesn't defend us. They're helpless against these guys. And then there's one more kind. Jeremiah 51, verse 54, A sound of a cry cometh from Babylon. A great destruction from who? From the land of the Chaldeans. Land of the Chaldeans is what we today call the Middle East or Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, in that general area. And which, by the way, I just read in a broadcast just the other day that they are that since then the Taliban is now calling a big meeting and they're asking six nations to join them. And I believe three of those six nations will join them. And that will be the four nation confederacy that forms the third beast. Now let's jump to Revelation 18. Now this is talking about America. The angel, the Gabriel that talked to Dimitri specifically said Revelation 18, the whole chapter, is talking about America. So this is a thus saith the Lord. There's no question this is talking about America. Revelation 18, 1. And since I love this so much, I'm going to read all of these verses. And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power. And the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon, or America, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen. Now it says it twice. And I think that there's two fallens that happens there. Let me show you where I think that happens here. I think that the first fallen takes place here. I want to say that. I can't say that for sure. I'll make that clear. I'm not saying that's exactly when America falls. I hope we make it that long. And Coverstone's dream of five years gives us hope. I mean, that puts us in the ballpark of how I see it. So if the first is fallen is here just before Pentecost, 
then we know the final fallen is here upon Jesus' return. That's when Jesus says, and and at that time, God and Babylon shall come into his remembrance and he shall give her the cup of the fierceness of the wine of the wrath. And that's when every mountain is fled away and the islands are not found. I think it's, uh, I forget what chapter. But anyway, that's, in my opinion, there's a fallen here at first fruits. And then there's another fallen here when Jesus returns, because the second is fallen is America being destroyed directly by Jesus. OK, so Babylon has fallen, has fallen, has become the habitation of devils. Boy, you look at all the evil people out there now. I just somebody sent me an email, uh, a link of of a group that was in the park in a public place, praising and worshiping the Lord, and people started gathering around. And then here comes Antifa, starts spraying them. I don't know if it was with uh, bug spray or mace or what, and also smoke bombs to break up the place. I mean, such evil in our nation right now. The habitation of devils. That means where devils live, the habitation, of the home of devils and the hold of every foul spirit. And there's so many foul spirits, so many people just evil, just hateful. The hold of every foul spirit in a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all nations are drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. As I've said, when it says wine, I don't think that the fruit that Adam and Eve ate was an apple. I think it was a grape. If you go through, and I have, and do a research on wine, uh, wine presses, uh, grapes, I mean, all of that, just about everything to do with a grape is almost always bad. So when it says, for all nations are drunk of the wine of the wrath of a fornication, it's saying that all nations have followed America away from the Bible down the, the road to destruction, down the road to sin. That's what it's really saying. For all nations are drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. In other words, the rulers of the other nations have gone along and fallen away from God, fallen away from God as a result of America. And the merchants of the earth have waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. So because they followed America, they became rich. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you be not protectors of her sins, and that you receive not a replace. Now, the first come out that's talking about is stop sinning. We all have to stop sinning. The second thing it's talking about, I do believe there's going to be a time that God is going to direct Christians to leave. For her sins have reached into heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. Now, why would that be spoken of of a nation? The reason is because there was a time when our sins were covered covered by the blood of Jesus. So God forgot them. But now that we have sinned, as a result, they're no longer being covered. Our sins have reached the Holy One. That's the angel speaking to Dimitri. And God has decided to punish her with fire. That's what Dimitri was told. Reward her even as she rewarded you. Rewarded you. Who's that talking about? That's talking about us, my brothers and sisters. That's talking about Christians. So at this time, meaning, by the time America falls, it will get so bad in America that people will start killing Christians. Reward her as she rewarded you. In other words, as they kill the Christians, God is also going to kill them. So there's going to be a great divide. There's going to be a great war between Christians and non-Christians in America. Well, duh, it's already started. Reward her even as she rewarded you. Double under her double according to her works. 
in the cup which she has filled, fill to her double. Meaning, as the people in America start turning against Christians, killing Christians, God is going to say to them, see, the judgment that's coming is really not for the Christians. It's really, well, let me back up. The first judgment, see, again, Babylon has fallen, has fallen. The first judgment is upon the church for her sin. But the second judgment, when Jesus returns using the morning star, that is to the non-Christians, and that is for killing and tormenting and torturing the Christians. So there's two different attacks there. Verse 7. How much she has glorified herself and lived deliciously, but it's America, so much torment and sorrow give her. For she saith in her heart, here's your pre-tribbers, I sit a queen and am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. <laughs> I'm too big to fail. Besides that, I'm going to a pre-trib rapture. We don't have to worry about all that, right? Therefore, shall her plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. You see, it would be better if we were judged incrementally, okay, slowly, so we could hopefully wake up and change. God doesn't do that. Instead, he hits us in one hour, takes us out in one hour. Now, let me tie this to what Dimitri was told. So Dimitri was told the fall of America would start, didn't say it would end, said it would start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Now, the definition of an internal revolution is when the people overthrow the government, not just rioting in the streets. That would be the tanks rolling down the streets and taking over the government, which, frankly, I'm surprised it hasn't already taken place, but it hadn't taken place yet. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then the Russians will attack. Terry Bennett was told, for a while we will have a fractional government. The military will have to step in and seize control of our federal government. You'll call it a coup, but in all honesty, it'll be to help our nation. That's why the military will step in. So the internal revolution is hopefully kicking out the bad guys and putting the good guy back in. Then April 2, 2021, Jack Rigney had a dream. He saw army battalions of tanks rolling into Washington, D.C. and taking over. Now let me show you something else in Isaiah 13. Verse 9, Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, cruel, both with wrath and fierce anger, to lay, the, to lay the land desolate, and he shall destroy the sinners out of it. Now, that is a date stamp. That's a hint. That's telling us when the fall of America is about to take place. It's a hint. Okay, so when is the day of the Lord? Here's the day of the Lord. If you look at the chart, the day of the Lord is way out here. It's the Feast of Trumpets. If you look at this chart, the Feast of the Lord is way out here. See, this is Passover, Unleavened Bread, First Fruits, Pentecost, Trumpets. By the way, these charts are available in the uh, the Prophecy Teachers Package, available for, I think it's $200. Go to prophecyclub.com and, and it'll tell you. Which, by the way, we're about sold out. We've been shocked at how many of those packages people have got. So, I, I, I don't, I, let's put it this way. Uh, my son Sean brought them all the way down here to the Solemn September Assembly. And when he drove up to the office in Topeka again, they ran out to get them. Uh, you brought all those back? Yes, because they already have plenty of orders stacked up. I think they're almost out of them. So if you want one, you better order it quick. Anyway, so the the first return of Jesus here is on first fruits. I hope America can make it, make it this far out here to just before Pentecost. 
and then go to the marriage supper of the Lamb, and then we return with Jesus on white horses here for the Feast of Trumpets. All right, now let's back up. So Isaiah 13, verse 9, Behold the day of the Lord cometh. So we're at the day of the Lord. Cruel, both with wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate and destroy the sinners out of it. That's him using the morning star. That's on the Feast of Trumpets. Now, here's another date stamp. The stars of heaven and the constellations thereof shall not give their light. The sun shall be darkened and it's going forth and the moon shall not cause her light to shine. When does that take place? That takes place right here. The sun gets seven times hotter in the fourth vial. Remember, the audible voice told me the seven seals play over seven years. The seven trumpets play over seven months. And the seven vials play over seven days. So these last seven vials is the last week before Jesus returns. Now, even right here, we will know the day. We still won't know the hour because he comes as a thief in the night, sometime in the night. Okay, anyway. So the fourth vial, the sun gets seven times hotter. Isaiah 30 verse 26 says that the sun gets seven times hotter. So in the fourth vial, sun gets really hot, seven times hotter. Then the next day, because it knows, I mean, kind of like you ever walk in a room, flip on the light, and all of a sudden there's a blink and the light bulb went out. Same thing happens to the sun. It gets really hot, seven times hotter, then it goes out. So the, the seed of the beast is full of darkness starting the fifth vial. So that's three days before Jesus returns. So approximately 72 hours before Jesus returns, the sun goes out. Now, I want to believe that this is talking about that this is the time when America falls the second time. Then we go to Isaiah thirteen seventeen. Behold, I will stir up the meads against them, shall not regard silver and as gold, they shall not delight in it. So we're talking about the return of Jesus the next time on First Fruits. If you get my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, it'll explain all this to you. Which, by the way, people are absolutely loving that book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Anyway, Jesus returns here. He resurrects 144,000. He walks all over Jerusalem for about 50 days, or since he's he's prince of the kings of the earth at this point. He's not king of kings, the lord of lords. Then 50 days later, exactly 50 days later, he resurrects those who are ready to get to go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. That's where I want to go. I want to be at that marriage supper of the Lamb. At the marriage supper of the Lamb, it is all about Jesus. And he comes forth and he serves us. We only get a wedding garment. Then four months later, he gives us a white horse to return with him. The armies in heaven and us then get to return with Jesus on uh, the Feast of Trumpets. And that's when he rises, shake the earth terribly. Every mountain falls. Every valley fills in. The crooked places are made straight. The rough places are made smooth. He turns the earth. takes him 10 days to turn the earth into a nice, round, smooth ball, and there's no more seed. Then on the Feast of Atonement, Ten days later is the opening of the books, and that's the judgment of the dead. No one alive is judged there. That's primarily the judgment of the Jews. Five days later, the New Jerusalem comes down. In 2017, God helped me to memorize the book of Revelation and gave me 30 revelations, two visions, and an audible voice, 
God showed me the word first fruits is a secret door linking the feasts of Leviticus to the prophecies of Revelation. For the first time, the end time prophecies of Revelation can be placed in correct chronological order. One prophetic word said, there is a lock I put over a word in the book of Revelation I'm going to open unto you. It will turn many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. It's called The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. So what if you had to tell a person the most important thing in the world, but you knew they're probably not going to believe you? Well, if you're listening to this, I believe you'd probably still tell them. Well, the most important thing to do is to receive Jesus. But the most important information is to not take the mark of the beast, because those people taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but they're tossed into eternal torment in hell without any possibility of escape. We put it into a book, miss the mark, don't take the mark of the beast, a simple book to give to people. If they read, they will never take the mark of the beast. Countless people are believing that they're not going to see any trouble of the tribulation. They're going to go in a rapture, which is a misunderstanding. So God had me write a book called How Pre-Trib Won. It explains how the Christian church was so snookered into believing a misunderstanding like this, and it helps them through scriptures to see the truth that there is not going to be a pre-trib, mid-trib, or pre-wrath rapture. No one is going any place to escape any testing. It's called How Pre-Trib Won. Then, the book of Daniel, most people agree, is probably the most difficult book in the Bible to understand. So I wrote a book called Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, which gives this last generation the explanation and the parts of Daniel that they need to endure the tribulation. Pure and simple, it takes Daniel and makes it easy to understand. It's called Tribulation Secrets in Daniel. As you know, many of the broadcasts have referred to a list of dreams, visions, and audible voices from people like Demetri Dudeman, Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson, Henry Gruber, and others. We put together a special radio offer. You can get 10 How Pre-Trib Won, 10 Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, 10 Miss the Mark, 5 Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, 5 God's Warnings to America, totaling 40 books valued at $800 for a gift of just $100 at prophecyclub.com. That's 40 books valued at $800 for a gift of just $100 at prophecyclub.com. prophecyclub.com. Prophecy